Hello, welcome back to the Nobody It's showtime, everybody. Oh, what a. Oh, it's. It's double showtime. Because. Ah. It's showtime, like, you know, it's showtime. We're doing this. It's basically my catchphrase at this point. But also. It's about shows. It's a showtime game show time. It's game show, show time. Oh my god. That's the game we're, show we're, show. We cracked the nut. Inception time. Well, so yeah, this episode, I mean, it's probably both in the description and in, in, in the title, but we're going to... Uh, we have, we both researched game shows. I'll tell you why in, in a bit. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny, the origin of this show or this game or whatever you want to call it. But first I would ask you, or maybe you should start asking me because I have a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, you, you came in and you, the first thing I hear is your cheeky laugh. And then you just, oh, <laughs> everything <laughs> went downhill. And I'm like, everything what went No, no telling, no telling. You have to yeah, wait. I said, I said, like, we're going to start recording in, like, two minutes. You'll have to wait. All right, then I'll ask you, how's your week, better? Well, I, I want to first... First, I want to start with my day, because right before this, I had theater class. Uh, or, you know, I mean, this this theater group. And we've gotten the these scripts from, like, an actual script writer, which is really fun. Uh, and it's a re uh, really confusing script, but like in a good way, you know, like Shutter Island or in all the Christopher Nolan movies. It's just what's going on. Very well written in a very confusing way. Anyways, at the start of um, of the whole thing, we always ask a similar question: How has everyone's week been? Any funny stories anyone want to share? And I usually have a couple, but this time I had nothing. I mean, I have some funny things, but not talk in front of the whole class type of thing. More like a little, hey, let's talk about these funny things that happened to me. So I didn't have any like big, big grand stories that I usually have. But then on my way home, we went a little overtime to talk with the, to, to ask questions or talk to the, the, the script writer to, to see her sort of image of the whole show, what we could take, what we could leave, what we could do our own twist on and what she wanted to be word by word according to script. And as I was going to get home, I texted you like, I'll be home in 15 minutes. Uh, it took me like 30 minutes because as I reached my bike, I started biking and I noticed it feels a little weird, a little bumpy, but I, I know this time of year, it's a little, it's, you know, the air and the wheels are starting to slowly just like push, push out of, of the tires. Tires. So I thought, it's probably nothing weird. I just have to uh, pump some air into the sucker when I get home. After a while, the back wheel completely stopped working. And I looked back and you know how a, a, a bike tire... It's it's base it you or most tires for that sake it's it's a balloon covered first it's a balloon shoved around this like metal ring and then covering that balloon as protection they have this rubber ring uh with the sort of tire prints 
So it, it's two layers. It's the balloon yeah. part, and then it's the cover part uh, that gives grip and stuff. Well, the balloon part, half of it had like popped out of, of the wheel, squeezed itself uh, like through a little s- slot between the metal part and the cover part. So I had to carry my bike home. Mm. I I walked for like 25 minutes and I was annoyed by how I, when I walked, just lifting up the back wheel, my legs would always kick into the pedals of the bike. So it ended up with me putting the (laughs) bike over my shoulders. Like if I was walking with a heavy log or something. And I'm pretty sure everyone driving past me thought I was stealing the bike. I can just imagine you with your with <laughs> your bicycle log walking there. <laughs> it's my it was nap. it was a pain. The last ten minutes was agony. It was pain on my shoulders. Oh God! Carrying a I don't recommend it. I've been walking a lot today. I had like eleven thousand steps, which for a day when I don't have anything do to do i mean that's a lot and probably two and a half thousand of those steps at least is just me walking with that bike that was a worst yes i felt like a badass i felt like like a strong russian in an american film from the 90s just covering like a whole tree on his shoulders People maybe thought like you you're not even like you didn't even steal the bike. You're just going for, out for a workout. And I felt walking like is too easy, so you you grab your bike as extra weight. It is kind of I had this goal that I would hit the gym um like every uh, six out of I mean, I usually work out like four times a week. I, I thought this week I'm gonna go all in. I'm gonna work out six days all days but sunday uh that i'm just gonna go like an hour and a half at the gym every single day just to see how i feel because i I used to do that before covid a couple of weeks when i had nothing to do i was like i'm gonna hit the gym every single day just to see how i feel just and and today i didn't have time because i had had a bunch of stuff i needed doing which explains all the steps I had a bunch of um, errands to run, so I didn't have time. And then as I was carrying the bike, I'm like, I'm counting this as as my gym session today. <laughs> I mean, it, it works. It, it works. I mean, I, 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 mean I guess it does the trick, right? Yeah. Uh, oh. I, I want to remember a week ago. The day after we recorded the last episode, and I said, Jordan, this morning some freaky shit happened to me. I'm considering waiting till the Nordic has to tell you. Huh. And you said, why you always do this? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it now. And I was like, no, no, you'll have to wait a week. It was freaky. I got it. I am not a guy that usually has nightmares. I don't think I, I've had a nightmare previous to this thing for 
probably three, two or three years at least. And I had a nightmare. I can't remember it exactly now, but I remember I had a nightmare. And as I woke up, this is the weird part. This this uh, teddy bear uh, that I that usually uh, that I usually have like uh, in in bed because I'm a sentimental guy and I hate throwing away stuff with any sentimental value. But I have this teddy bear, anyways. It's usually hanging around in bed at one place or another uh, throughout the night. Sometimes next to me. Sometimes it's sitting uh, in the corner of the bed. It does. The freaky stuff is, after that nightmare, I woke up, I, I don't think I had any school that day, I woke up maybe at 8, 8.30 in the morning, and that teddy bear was sitting in my chair in my room. What? Not in my bed. And I have no memory whatsoever of putting him away because he's always in bed. I, the only time I put him away is when I'm, you know, I'm uh, changing like the, I'm, I'm cleaning. Uh, and uh, I, I hadn't done that for a couple of days, at least at that point. And I asked my parents and I asked my sister, like, has any of you come into my bedroom this morning for some reason, saw that the teddy bear was like on the floor or something? I, I knocked him down the bed and, and then you decided to put him in the chair. And they were like, no, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I, I, I was hoping you'd tell me. It's just that you, I have a nightmare and then I wake up with something in my room being at a place where I haven't put it. Oh god, it's the the Halloween... Uh, yeah, then I started thinking about <laughs> our spooky okay. cast. I, that's what I said. I mean, if anything bad happens, at, le at least it won't happen to me. Because we did it in your house. The only possible uh, story I have or explanation I have is that I woke up in the middle of the night. I had to go to the bathroom or drink some water or something. I, for some reason, started bringing the teddy bear with me because I was half sleeping. And then I, I, I just like halfway out of my room. I was like, I'm not going to bring this teddy bear with me when I shit or whatever. So I put him on the on the chair and then I just forgot about it because I mean sometimes you do stuff in the middle of the night and forget about it. That's my only theory. Well if that's the truth, then that's just precious. Like, oh, I it is kind of precious. Yeah. Oh god. Now it gets weirder. How? Because exactly, this was uh, the night between Monday to Tuesday last week. Monday to Tuesday this week, I had a nightmare. And when I woke up, I experienced a sleep paralysis. Are you, is that the first time? 
No, it's the second time I have sleep paralysis. The first okay. time I dreamt that uh, w- when I was a child, I dreamt that the Egyptian death god of uh, the Anubis was standing in my room over my bed. This one was worse. This is the worst thing I've ever experienced, I think. Oh, God. Because my sleep paralysis was that my room was filled with uh, old scary scary dolls. Mm. And as some of you people from our latest Halloween episodes might know, I have... Quite an extreme automatophobia, which means I I hate dolls and mannequins and everything that is human resembles a human but isn't human. So I had a sleep paralysis when they were they weren't even doing anything. They were just sitting around my room, all looking towards me. I have I have never had like a sleep paralysis where I actually like see oh this poopy man I've only had it so I can I'm like aware of being like awake but I'm still like not yeah aware. but nothing else just that yeah I, I I'm not sure if it was sleep paralysis or just a really realistic dream I mean most of the times it is a really realistic dream some I know I have the I have things that happened when I was like five years old and I don't know if it was a dream or in real life because I never actually like questioned it then but now when I think back I'm like did that actually happen or was that just a yeah. dream and I can't yeah. so I wouldn't I will never know if it was a dream like a yeah real thing yeah the thing I remember this nightmare though that I had previously to the sleep paralysis it it, it that wasn't wasn't a my nightmares aren't really scary they're more like odd in in that sort of uh spine chilling way yeah uh so my nightmare was that regarding the teddy bear somehow i had gotten in contact with like a a, a paranormal investigator uh that didn't look like didn't sound like but was named lorraine warren which is a famous like paranormal investigator uh Way back when, you know, the Conjuring movies are based on her and her hus- husband, Ed. But someone with the same name showed up to my house, walked into my room and said, mm, yes, 12 spirits in this one. And I said, 12 spirits in my room. And she was like, mm, yes. <laughs> so calm. Five of them are children. And I was like, I don't think any kids has died in this house. This house was built in like the 60s. It only had one previous owner before our family took it. She's like, "Mm, five children. You want to see something cool? What? (laughs) And for some reason, as she said that, I was playing on my Bluetooth speaker. I was playing some like, uh, some metal, just blasted metal. And I was like, uh, and as she said that, I was like, hey, speaking of uh, spirits, do you think they get offended that I'm playing all this like metal music? Like they get reminded that they're not in heaven or hell uh, or something. And she was like, mm, I don't know, but check this out. Uh, can I use your phone? And I was like, uh, I guess. She took my phone 
opened up Spotify and started playing like carnival music. So then she took a paper from my drawing desk, put it on the ground, and the paper, like a leaf, started floating around the room. And she was like, that's the children playing with the paper because they like the music. <laughs> What? I'm like, what? Yes, the ghosts are having a party in your room right now. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I love this grandma figure. <laughs> I was like, what? You want to see a trick? <laughs> and then the paper started just dancing around like crazy. And then she took like a, 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 I can't remember what it was. It was something heavy, like a, stone or something from my room and she just grabbed the paper out of there put it down stopped the music was like i'm sorry party's over everyone and and then i woke up and i was like what what and then <laughs> god <What the laughs> you, you want to see something dope you want to see something mad? Dude, this shit is gonna blow your mind. Carnival music. That was the worst. The worst part was the carnival music. You used to hear that. It wasn't that song, but just to set an example. You see this paper just going like in a turn, like a swirling around the room. And I'm there like, what? This sounds like a great like scene. Like a... Like a uh, like a old Disney movie. It like, does, right? Like someone's sick in their bed, and then they see like their like some old witch come into their room. <laughs> it sounds like one of those like child friendly horror movies from like the eighties, you know. With... Uh, it sounds like one of those like child friendly like horror stories. Yeah. Or beware, grandma <laughs> sh shingle doof. <laughs> and the paper started floating. Yeah. Oh, if you're sick and you lay in bed without drinking a cup of tea, oh, she will walk in and she will, she will get the carnival music going. There it must open and the carnival yeah. music is alone. Uh, let's see. I have one, two, three. I have four short stories left. Four. So how about I go two of them and then you go your two and then I go my last two. All right. Yeah. So, uh, oh, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So a couple of days ago in Sweden, we had Father's Day. Yes. We celebrate that in November in Sweden. Get over it, people of the world. And my dad, he decided, you know what I want to do this Father's Day? I want my family to take me out on a nice dinner. Guess where we went to have dinner? Where? My school. Because what's kind of dope about my school, uh, my uh, college, really, it's, it's a college. <laughs> um, it's that the restaurant at the college that where the students eat is actually also like a s sort of luxurious restaurant where kids eat their lunch. They get really good lunch because... Mm -hmm. The school menu that they have, they also later serve paying guests. And it's pretty dang good food at, okay. at my school, at my college. So we went there to eat dinner. We had this like nice sort of steak uh, with this 
with some nice like uh, with some potato and and for dessert we had a French chocolate cake. Uh, the problem is the class, the course I go on my college is one of the few ones that even now after the restrictions have ceased is still something we, we, we do it from at home. The reason being they have students from all over the country and my teacher also that has the class is doesn't actually live here. So if we want to, there is a class where we can go to throughout the days if we have bad internet connection or something at home and we can borrow computers and stuff like that. I don't need any of that. And I'm like, I, I want to sleep in the morning. So I'm not, I'm staying home as well. But anyway, because of everyone being so spread out uh, and this course being one that's very easy to do from at home, um, we still have homeschooling. So this was the first time I ever had ate lunch at the college I've been in for like four months almost. That's a little depressing. It is depressing. Especially now when I found out we have like the best school food I've ever eaten because it's uh, restaurant material. Can't relate. <laughs> now, now my, my, where I went to high school had amazing food as well, but I mean, this is an actual restaurant. People pay to eat here. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. I, to be fair, you only have to suffer one more year and then wherever you decide to, to go, the food will be better. Well, anything will be better than the freaking crisp. Uh, no, my story is even about the food. If you decide to go to, um, I'm just saying the other high school that I didn't go to, I mean, you're not going to, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're not going to get the the best food at that place. I've eaten there a couple of times, but it's okay. It's better than what you have. Way better. Uh, I t- I'd take anything. Nothing compared to my school. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, oh, God. Okay, one more, one more. Before uh, I, I give you the torch. Oh. I, I want to read. I've gotten two this week. Two Discord, no, uh, Instagram bots have DM'd me. And I thought they were both hilarious because none of them can relate to any of my interests or my lifestyle at all. I'm just going to read them for you real quick. <clears throat> First one by Amber Nissa a.k.a. Paris Amadi 546941, sent me a bunch of pictures of women's sportswear, like sports bras and leggings. Hey there. I'm on the collaboration team for Mini Activewear, and I think that you'd be perfect to promote our carbon-neutral activewear. If you're interested and would like some more info, message our main account. All love, Mini. I hate to break it to you, Minnie, but I can in no way relate to uh, women's sportswear. Because all they sell are sports bras, leggings, and other types of female sportswear. I am active, but I'm not a woman, so I'm sorry. 
the hard time. The other one is almost better because I haven't, because I mean, I post mostly drawings on my Instagram so that they don't know my gender, I guess, kind of makes sense. It's fine. I have very few pictures of me. They send me a picture of a cat in a scarf with the caption, Happy Sundays. (laughs) And then writes, It's cat? Question mark. Cat emoji. We are looking for cat models to join our Meow Live team. Your cat is perfect for our team. It really is. Please send messages at account meowlives.cats now to claim your spot. We'll be waiting for you. I don't have a cat. I am very openly a dog person. And I would never intentionally own a cat. Not that I have anything against him, but if I ever get a pet, it will be a dog. So not ju- it's one thing if if to ask like if you have a cat, we'll be happy to to meet it. Send us some pictures, but no, it said your cat will be perfect for this job. I have never posted a picture of a cat ever in my life. Sounds like a threat. Your cat will be perfect for this. Wink, wink. She's like, yeah. I mean, if it should, if it's a good bot or a good scam or whatever, should they not at least check? Because, because I've gotten two the same week gotten two bots DM me one assuming I'm a woman the other assuming I am a cat owner do they th- do, do you think they've seen my oh no do you think they've seen my student uh, sign from when I uh, from when I what's it called Graduated. Maybe. High school. Because it's a picture I have on my Instagram. It's a Swedish thing. You have you, Your parents hold up these signs of you as a child. And then it says the class you were in and your name. And they shows a picture where we were babysitting our cousin's cat. And there's a picture of me doing like a wrestling move. I'm like six years old. And I'm holding this freaking elbow choke move on, on this cat. I'm like a pro wrestler. Jesus Christ. Why are they assuming this cat is alive? Because it's not. God, that, that, that just makes it horrible. Like, oh, it wasn't me. Amazing. We it would love me. to see it. Oh. It wasn't me. I mean, they have a, two new cats, which are both like adorable little angels. That one, not so. Well, maybe an angel. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, okay, now now it's your turn. I just wanted to share my Instagram oh, bots because I thought it was kind of funny. Oh well, here, I, you know, I was saying that it was about the food again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, I've said it before, and I'll keep saying it. The standards for feeding students are very. Very, very, very incredibly low. To the point where they make crispy porridge yeah. during Halloween. Ugh. I mean it is spooky. Let's let's I mean that. oh 
And uh, this time, you know, we have uh, in the like the cafeteria, we have like we have the we have like a little like in in in, a, in the hall that you walk into to get to the actual cafeteria. You have like a monitor on the wall with and it says like the dates and like which food we will get during that day. So like yeah. Monday this, Tuesday that yeah, just mm-hmm. yep. up to Friday. And then oh, I said they add this name just to cover up the horrible horrible mistake. They they so they have like oh they have like uh, rests from other students, and so they choose to call it Rest Fest. Oh, and it is the most disgusting name I've ever seen. They are they are they are like uh, speaking Swedish. Like, are you ready for the Rest Fest? And then it's just rests from uh, people throwing the food away because no one wants to eat it. So mm, it's like yeah, it's like the food that no one wants to eat, and they mm, then they just make well. the food worse. So no one with so less people want to eat it. You know what would make this disgusting food even better? <laughs> Giving the students the leftovers of the disgusting food. It's, you know, and the name just pisses me off. Me too. In English, it's leftover fest, but in Swedish, it's a rest fest. Mm. And it sounds so disgusting. And it was literally the thing we got. You want to know what we got? I, yeah. Well, at this point, we got, I do. We got unseasoned fish. Oh, God. And beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Or oh, every, every student's two favorites. Unseasoned dry oven cooked fish. And beans. Yes, finally. Oh, whoa, those those uh, f- those first graders. They must have uh, been ecstatic. Oh, oh, it's the most horrifying thing ever. I hate it so much. And the name pisses me off so incredibly much. Rest fest. Mm. I think it sounds lovely. Yes, uh, I love myself some rest fest in the morning. Yeah. I wake up, the only thing I think about is the rest fest. Delicious. Delicious. Delightful. Scrumptious. Delightful goodies. Oh, God. I I just can't anymore. First, it's, it's the crispy porridge, and now it's the, <laughs> the cold, unseasoned fish with beans. <laughs> beans. And the worst thing is, if you... If you think about giving fish to students at least know how to make fish i mean how to like season it properly properly because fish is one of those things like you can you can like throw an entire like box of salt on it and it still tastes good because you need a lot of salt on, on fish but no they choose to like just dip it in the magic sauce that they keep in the back and then they grab the beans yeah. like it's it's not even sauce it's just like it's cream i mean it, Literally, that, they pour milk oh. on fish basically here and it looks so disgusting because it's like they give it to you and then you got the you got the 
the like the ripped fish like literally it's like it gets it just self destructs as soon as you touch it and it's cold and then think, beans yeah i think the worst part is note that all this trash talk about fish we're making it comes from some some swedish folk here dude i i like, love fish like li- we're scandinavian fish is like that that's a fourth of our like diet is yeah. fish and it just disappoints me because it's a swedish it's like a swedish team of old ladies they should know how to it's, cook fish oh i remember my my grandpa like he he used to like catch a fish and then it was just outside like by the garage and he had like a portable desk with him and a huge knife and then it was just gutting the fish outside and i just come over there and i was like hey grab how's he going with the fish and I was like, it's coming out nicely get back and try and lay it for lunch like, yay i love that there's few things beat when you when you're just out there by your nearby lake you p- pull up a fresh one and then you you just straight out of the water you basically just slapping on on the grill with some salt and some like herbs oh that's good stuff they ruined it oh should i tell the other story or should i just oh yeah go for it i i have two i I can finish with my last two now this is short very short but i just found it very funny so i so basically i told you this uh, because i couldn't i we delayed this a lot because i was busy cheeky little buggy because i had like four tests yeah in one day because my school is stupid and can't <laughs> know how to stretch out tests uh so so i did two things literally i came home and i studied for like the entire day because it's the thing if i have like a test the other day that's the only thing i can do but the thing is the only thing i can I, the thing i i can't do like only is is study because i i can't hold my concentration like it cancel it cancels each other out, so it gets cheeky. Yeah. So, so here's basically what I do: I come home, I study for like one hour, then I then I listen to some music and I just work on, yeah, a prototype that I'm working on for a game company. And here's the fun thing: here's what where the cheeky thing goes. The the game company asked, yeah, you can you make a prototype of this ID we have? We we will give you this much money from it, and we will, yeah, we will give you assets so you can keep it if you wanted to use it for other games and yeah, stuff like that. And here's the thing: uh, Unreal Engine asset and Unreal Engine's engine I use, it costs maybe like five dollars, ten dollars. So he told me, yeah, just I'm I'm gonna give you a little money, a little bit of cash, and then you can buy. A few assets that you can keep in your account. So I, I, I could buy whatever I wanted, but I was, I had to follow the theme. So I went for dinosaur assets. They costed like ten dollars. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, oh, "Okay, this asset is it, it's about twenty dollars, and I'm gonna get some other sound packs, so it will be about thirty in total." Okay, here have a few thousand. <laughs> buy, buy, buy. Unreal Engine assets for like probably cost like 
ten dollars. Here, have a have my entire bank account. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what to buy in Unreal Engine. There's so many assets and every asset, Jordan. You buy every asset. I I I own this. I buy on. I buy Epic Games. <laughs> just buy, don't even care anymore. Just scroll. Just every single one. Just go on like popular assets, and then you just check off every it's like single stuff one. I don't even need. It's like, like yeah, yeah, made stuff that I would Dude. much rather make yep. on my own. And yep. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna yep. use, it, but I. See. But I need it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I mean, I don't complain. I mean, I I still get to keep the assets for other games. Jordan, so Jordan, I, I won't question Jordan, it. Jordan, you're not see when someone else pays you to overindulge. You overindulge the shit out of the system. Here's the fun thing: they pay me to buy stuff for my for myself. Yeah. To to do a, a simple prototype that takes. Like five minutes to, no, nah, not five minutes. What I'm gonna say, um, but like a few days to make. Uh, yeah, very small compared to like other games. I mean, Margarita yeah. took like two months, and it's still it's, it's more. just a prototype. I mean, yeah, more like half a year. I mean, if you we come from well, the beginning, I, like two I, years. If you only count the amount of time it took with programming and stuff, then yeah, maybe two, yeah. Uh, a month or two. Yeah, but, and, and I mean, not, then we had storytelling and rewrites and oh, yada yada. So. Oh, I mean, I'll just buy the you, entire Epic It's game like, store. you know, when you were a kid and there were all these games or uh, competitions, like if you buy these tickets, uh, you might be the person we choose to, uh, uh, to, to as, as a winner person. Yeah. And, and then they would let that kid into the toy store and like, you have five minutes, everything you grab within those five minutes you will get to keep as long as you make it back to the cashier in time like do you think that kid went around thinking i want this one and hmm let's think what would fit good in my room Hmm." no they would run and like i don't even need i don't even play with barbie but they're going in my freaking bag Oh. They would just like I don't, I, I I don't have a little brother. I'm getting this freaking <laughs> child's bed. They don't give a crap. And you know the you know when we we were working on Margarita and we like yeah. looked through assets and then you mm-hmm. found like the most like it was like a highly detailed asset, but it's like only one thing, and it costs like. 50 bucks for like a pencil that's just yeah. overly detailed. Yep. You know how we we were like joking about like who would buy that? I now, now it just feels weird because I spent like $200 on just a Velociraptor. And now I'm like and I and I thought back to that one moment we were joking about it and I'm like oh no I'm I'm becoming becoming one no. of them. Jordan. No. They no. changed you man. Take back the money. I don't need it. I don't want. I wouldn't want. It. I, don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. It uh, has changed me. <laughs> the price is far too great. <laughs> oh God. Okay. No. That okay. I I sent you a picture on Discord just to sh- show you. Is that poop? What the no. hell is that? Um, uh, two months ago. 
I can't remember the occasion, but my girlfriend came over with a bouquet of roses. And I thought, oh, that's sweet. I'll, uh, I don't have any flowers down here in my sort of office space. Uh, so I took this little vase. I, I, uh, I put the flowers in it and I put them at my like windowsill at my window because I don't have a lot of things uh, up there, you know. And I thought that would make would be nice, a little contrast, some nice red roses. Well, the problem is I don't look up at my window a lot, except for when I like dust or I'm changing something with like my VR sensors or whatever. So they were up there for two months. To be fair, the flowers looked great. I mean, they dried up, but they were still like on the stalk. Uh, the the problem, I looked up for some reason. I looked up and I was like, oh, right. Those flowers have been there for a while. And I took them down. I noticed the water had become the, the color of Coke. It's even, I mean, it looks brighter there because there's a, I mean, because the light, but it was darker than it looks on that image. It was the color, basically the color of Coke. And then as you can see, it had like a, like a cork of a fungus. Oh, that had grown. You can see it even there. Uh, which kind of looked cool. It looked alien. Everything underneath that fungus had like completely started to dissolve. The, the, the stalk was like brownish. And on top of it was green, almost like normal. I decided, okay, this won't do. I, I have to clean this vase and throw away these flowers. I've had them for two months. So I grabbed, <laughs> so I grabbed uh, like a trash bag and I put on like you know these like blue latex gloves that you and me used when we were spray painting and i pulled out the flowers and as that fungus cork disappeared it went from smelling nothing to smelling exactly like a, an abandoned outhouse mm. it smelled like you ever been at like a beach and they have a, a, like an outhouse that they haven't uh, had to like empty for like the whole summer and it's this unbearable smell of decomposing sh uh, human leftovers <laughs> it smelled exactly like that and I had that scent in my nose after I've after I cleaned it which I did very thoroughly uh, but I had that smell stuck in my nose for probably another 15-20 minutes after I was done. I was sitting here in front of the computer and I was like, well, I didn't pull out the flowers from the vase in this room. I did that in the bathroom. So this smell is definitely stuck in my nose. Mm. It wasn't great. And I'm considering putting it on the Nordigram for reference. Oh, God. that vase looks like the word must. Yeah.
Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, God. That's okay. amazing. Last story, real short. And that made me feel a little younger. I usually feel, you know, you usually start feeling quite old for some reason when you reach, start reaching your 20s. Because you start, especially now, I feel like, because you compare yourself to just people that are like five years younger. They had a completely different childhood. No VHS, no Nokia phones, uh, nothing like that. It's, it's almost surprising how fast everything turned. But it, it made my day. I, I was walking to the gym and I walked past my old, uh, not uh, what used to be my like preschool. It now turned into this like three story giant kindergarten. And as I was walking past it, I looked into this window because they have like a freaking cinema at this kindergarten. They had a bunch of stools in front of this huge projector screen and everything was dark. And guess what they were watching on that screen? They were watching the I'm a Gummy Bear music video on YouTube. Are you kidding me? That was my shot. I watched that video like 13 years ago. That's amazing. I was like, I didn't. What? That's my childhood. I felt so amazed. I was like, I'm used to kids not knowing what, like, you know, I, I mentioned something from my childhood, like, ah, Batman the animated series, and people are like, <laughs> what? I only watched this show that I've never heard about ever. I'm like, okay. So now to know that people are still watching I'm a Gummy Bear. It blew my mind. It makes me very glad. Oh, I I forgot about Gummy Bear. (laughs) Me too. I looked at it and was like, whoa. It's it's all coming back. It's the laps. And the freaking sound gets me going. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. I haven't thought about that song for 13 years. I I usually listen to it a lot. Yeah, parents, I don't know how they how they made it. Well, they pro they they just put it on like uh, the 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 laptop and walked away. (laughs) Do, Do what you want with this. You you know, you start to look back at videos you watched at the early days of YouTube and you go, what the hell was wrong with me? <laughs> oh, oh, that reminds me. There's so many things that I've forgotten. Like the gang, what happened to the gang this time? I don't know. That's, that was almost 10 years ago. What was it? Yeah, 2012 was when it was like the bop. It makes you think. Oh, See, now that. I feel old again. I feel old. You go, okay, I was 10 years ago. I was 10 years old, 2012. Oh. <laughs> Jeesh. Jeesh. Damn. What? Old I am old. 
I started thinking about that the other day, like, gosh darn it. I mean, the older we get, the the sort of more, I mean, we we will reach a point where people, well, I mean, almost already now, you know, but we'll reach a point where people look at us and they will just assume we're the exact same age. When we reach like thirties. Oh yeah, that, that oh I thought about that like a lot. Like the younger the younger the you are, the more of a dramatic dramatical difference the age gap will make. And then when yeah. you get older, you're like, oh nope, nope. It's like when we were like now it almost sounds weird to think like back back when we hung out and I was twelve and you were eight. You're like twelve years on age girls. They don't do that stuff. Yeah. And I you started thinking about like, God darn. There will be a point where I'm like, I'm 30 years old. I'm starting, my body's starting to change. Welcome to the You're in your mid-twenties. Oh, scary thought. Oh, God. Welcome to the old cast. <laughs> Welcome to the noldy cast. Mm, get her going. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> Get her going. As long as this cut, uh, podcast remains, so will we. <laughs> oh, we are ancient. <laughs> oh, I think it's about time. We've been talking for a hell of a long time. Yeah. 50 minutes about this stuff. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the show yet. Oh, we, we literally missed 50 minutes. I know, right? This is going to be a long one. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> this makes you think you almost want to save it, but at the same time, we have it all prepared. Yeah. Should we just go for it? Yeah. Right. right. You want to start with yours first or should I? We've prepared, but we found all these weird game shows. And now we're going to share them to each other. And then we're going to establish, is there any one of these we could take inspiration of and make our own game show at the end of the year? Based oh on one God. of these weird ones. Let's see. Can I first? Should I just go for my first one? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I'm excited. I, I'm pretty sure we had like five of ours are like the same one. But who cares? Oh, I'm sure. This one is called Hurl. Do you want to know what, is it, what it's all about? I do. I have not heard about this one. Okay. So here's what I saw. There was like a video. So we have like a, a huge, you know, a huge like... 12 person table and then they have like a lineup of food and then yeah people like there's like yeah like 12 other people like in a line and then just they just start eating it's like a huge buffet and the aim of the game is that the all these people have to eat this food and that, as soon as they have like stuffed their stomachs completely full they have to like do a super like nauseating activity, and the last one to throw up wins. I was going to say, where do I sign up? Until you said throw up. I, dude, I, you know that feeling like when you're, like dizzy yeah. and you've eaten, like you're, uh, you want to barf. Or... I felt like that today at the theater where I had this like physical exercise to warm up a little bit. And I had eaten myself full of, of Thai wook, wook noodles. It was delicious, but I had filled myself to the brim. I, uh, 
It was not a fun exercise that yeah, time. And, ah, uh, yeah. I, and I don't think this one is Japanese, so that's a... Obviously. Half of these are go going to be Japanese, at least. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, I'm going to check. Wait, I don't know if this is Japanese or... I think a third of mine are Japanese. I tried to, to switch it up. I think I have a lot of British off. ones. British people, man. Yeah. Game show. And there's a lot of creepy ones as well. Yeah. Are you done with yours? Because I, I want to get to mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go. Uh, the whole reason why we're doing this, how I got this idea to this episode, is that uh, probably two years ago, if, or even more, I watched on GMM, they had this uh, weird game, game show thing uh, where people would guess if they were true or false. Uh, or, well, Retin Link guessed if they're true or false. And one of these shows is this show. It's called Naked Attraction. And it just so happened that I found out last week. I turned on the television. I was going to watch some, some HBO or Netflix or something. And a channel was on. And on that channel, they showed Naked Attraction. The show I'd heard about like two years ago. I was like, uh. they show this show in Sweden? I'm not surprised, but I'm kind of surprised. Oh, wait, so, is that the, like the one like we? The only thing they see is like the pee pee. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, uh, mm, uh, nice base, nice staff. Not quite just like that. I, I'll I'll show you. I, I I wrote a little little thing. They say they say you should never judge a book by its cover, but in this British dating show, looks are everything. One contestant is looking for a match, just like in, you know most dating shows. Except this time, all his or her alternatives are behind giant boxes. Each round, the wall, one of the walls of that box, gets lifted higher and higher and higher in steps revealing more and more of the mystery date's uh, assets. When the contestant has finally chosen its match each round, where they, you know, each round they get to see more and more, and they th kick out a person each round. So first they judge by feet, then by, like, whatever they have between their legs, and then their chest area, and then their whole body. And by then, there will be two fully nude people left. Because, yes, behind these boxes, they're nude. And when they get to see both people fully nude, they get to have a little quick quiz. <laughs> and then the person who is choosing a date needs to get naked for the two last people to shake that person out. And then the contestant chooses one person like, I, I'm more into that person than because of the honkadonks or whatever. It's a very shallow show. And then that person needs to say if that person is still interested in the first person oh, no, that's after so seeing cruel. that person naked. And the, wor the weirdest part is, this is a show, you know, showing it is Sweden. It's not really that weird because we, I mean, we are a sauna culture, just like Finland. We see people naked constantly. <laughs> this would never sh be shown in America. It's completely uncensored. Everything the contestants see is you will see on your television. 
you will see all their assets. You will see the Mahangadongos and their uh, schlongs. Every, and the worst part is the show that was on when I found out they, that they aired it in Sweden. It was a guy. And he was at his two last girls. So first of all, you turn off the television. There's two naked British women on television. Then this guy comes in, fully naked. And as he's talking to these ladies, the camera just zooms in and out of his penis. <laughs> he's just talking and all of a sudden they cut to camera two and all you see is just a big penis covering your full screen. Imagine someone walking in. Yeah, I was like... And I was on my phone with my girlfriend at a time. As this was on. And 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 she just... And she was there talking about her day or whatever we were talking about at that time. It was a week ago. But um, Anyways, she was there talking. And all of a sudden, I used to go, no! And she's like, what? And I was like... They zoomed in on the goddamn penis again. <laughs> again. <laughs> it's literally, he's there talking, and then the girls start talking. And then, like, the host, who is, like, the most savage person ever, is like, so, ladies, what do you think about this snake he has there? And then they zoom in on it, and they're like, hmm. And then they zoom in on the girl, and it's like, yeah, mm. I mean, I'm not disappointed. And then back to the penis, and you're there like, Jesus. I, I, it's like one of those Indian, like, you know, dramatic scenes where yes. it flashes back with a bunch of effects. It's like what a Western. Penis? It's like a Western, you know, where, like, you just see the eyes look at each other and they cut between the eyes of the two, like, people having a duel. It's like that, but it's between the whoever's talking and the penis. Oh, I just imagine, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly theme thingy. In the background, when it switches between penis and a bunch of girls complimenting it. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyways, and after that, they hug while naked. And then the two people that match get to go on a fully dressed date. And then three weeks later, they talk about whether they had sex or not. (laughs) That's such a weird thing. This show has aired for six seasons since 2016, and it's still running. Uh, It has been remade uh, in Germany, Denmark, Finland, and Italy. Sweden's next. I can feel it. I can feel it. They're currently showing the the British reruns in Sweden. We're next. We, We know how this goes. They start showing Taskmaster, and all of a sudden, we have a Swedish Taskmaster. Now, do you want me to go... I have really quick... It's like two-sentence descriptions of two shows that are really similar. There you go. Honorable mentions. If you have one of these on, on the list, I'll let you take that one. Or both of them, for that sake. Do you have Life Stripped Bear on your list? No. It's originally a Danish show. A ho- household gets rid of all of their possessions, including their clothes. And they're put in this big storage container. And then for one day, or every day for a month, they get to pick out a thing uh, from that container to take back into their house. And then at the end of the month, they get all of it back. 
And the purpose of the show is to make you sort of realize what in your household you validate more and what is not of as big of a importance. So there's a bunch of naked people who are standing there in the container outside in, in like in the middle of a city, completely naked going. You know, I really like my clothes back, but I think I'm in more need of my bed. So then they get to bed and they have to keep keep being naked. Next day they're like, I mean, it's getting a little breezy on my bits. But I need my fridge <laughs> because my food has started to go bad. So basically it ends up them not getting their clothes back for a great while because everything else is more important than your clothes. This Ooh. one has been remade in, in the Czech Republic, Finland, Germany, Israel, Portugal, Spain, Sweden, UK, oh. and the US. Oh, God, I want to watch the Swedish version. I didn't even know we had a Swedish version. I've never heard about this. Oh, God. The last one's called Sexbox. Do you have Sexbox on your list? No. Oh, bummer. <laughs> a big box is placed on a stage in front of an audience. The box is soundproof. It doesn't have any windows or cracks or openings except for the soundproof door. Anything that happens in that box, you won't be, if you're outside of the box, you won't know, except for the fact that they tell you. A couple has agreed to have intercourse in this box of the sexual kind. And uh, the host, while they're in the box having sex, the host will tell the audience about th that couple's relationship. They have written a little, like, you know, a little something about the relationship, what they think is good, what they think is bad, how they, their sex life is. And then they come out of the box and answer really in-depth personal questions about how the sex was. And then, this is also a British show, by the way. What's, it, what, what's with, uh, with Britain and I don't know. Japan? They aired, it only aired for one season. And it the point was to have couples open up about sex because after they talked about their sexual experiences, experts could come in and give them uh, advice. Like, oh, have you ever tried uh, <clears throat> oral intercourse? Yeah, they give them, do you want to? They, they give them advice depending on their needs and wants and personality traits and what they have and haven't tried and stuff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's a blast. Oh, oh well, that, that was my two honorable mentions. Okay. Here's my, uh, what I'm going to tell you now, it's probably my favorite one just because of the, everything in, in it is just amazing. So, <laughs> It's called The Human Slip and Slide. Oh. <laughs> Did you have it? No, but, uh, but I, uh, I, I, I scrolled past it. So basically, <laughs> we have this old man. <laughs> the host greases him up fully. <laughs> so what we end up is, is a, a greasy old man. <laughs> and then... They stack a bunch of bikini ladies in like a, like a long, long like line, 
the aim of the game is the, is trying to get the old man to use the ladies as a slip and slide. So then he just like goes right through these ladies like and and if he and if he completes this lap without like stopping, then he wins. And it's so weird because they're like, "Oh, let's grease him up," and then they say, <laughs> "He's all he, re- dude." <laughs> this man, this man does this for a living. He gets greased up, and then he, <laughs> and then he uses a bunch of ladies as a slip and slide. What a life! Oh, oh God! That is like the definition of a midlife crisis. He's started getting greased up for yes. money. And then, yes. Oh, it's the most. It's a, he looks so happy, and it just terrifies me. He's just an old man. He's like he loves getting greased up. He's like yes, ah, I love my job. And then it, it's so terrifying because he's like much larger than these ladies. So while he's like sli- like sli- sliding through these ladies, he's like pushing his entire body and using his arms, pressing down on the naked bodies, like like. Using his entire body weight and leaning on the titties, like how am I gonna get through this? And it's, it's uh... I love Japanese television. I love this man. <laughs> yeah, I I love the Grease Man. He's so cool. <laughs> the Grease Man. They should oh. have an American version. It's called Grease Man. Grease Man, the old man who loves getting greased. Well, let's be honest. It should really be a British show. <laughs> There's something that just Sounds so disgusting with the word greasy old man. <laughs> oh, this show brings a whole other meaning to it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, oh. Mm. yeah. I-, I was going to mention something from the upcoming game shopping list. Oh, but God. We'll save it for another <laughs> time when it's right for the picking. The next show is also British. Less naked, though. It's called Train Spotting Live. I, 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 it, it was also known to some as Dick Spotting, but that was more like a nickname because one of the people was named Dick, one of the hosts. It's a live broadcast hosted by a group of scientists, engineers, and overall train enthusiasts. <laughs> it was shown three nights in a row on the BBC network in the UK. Um... It was about uh, a live camera showing trains passing by the Ditko, the, I, I probably pronouncing this wrong, but the Ditko Railway Center in Ditko. Each train passing was followed by an analysis by the hosts about said train and also featured pre recorded interviews. They were apparently especially searching for an extremely l- rare locomotive known as the Holy Grail of the Rail. <laughs> it was shown three nights only, 2016, but there were also similar series called Airport Live and Volcano Live. It's a show about people looking at trains and then telling fun facts about that very train. <laughs> that is a T-47. Mm, yes, it's known for its uh, 
44,000 horsepower engine and uh, was revolutionary when it was invented back in 2003. Why would someone watch this? Why did it have airport live and volcano? Okay, to be fair, volcano live sounds really badass. I would watch Volcano Live. I don't know who would watch Train Spotting Live. I would even watch Airport Live. So, yeah. Looks like his experience a little bit of trouble. Here's a tip for you guys. If um, you ever decide to make a podcast either alone or with a mate of yours, you know, uh, make sure to uh, not live with your family. And if you're living with a family, you know, make sure to um, take care of your little problem uh, before it gets too late. Otherwise, your matey, your old chum will be forced to fill in the blankness uh, of uh, of your friend's absence because of a discussion of some sort, and and that that is the story of Christmas. Should I just should I just keep going? Should I keep going with my next one, or should I just try to fill in the empty void? Um, that is um. Jordan's no talks, he talks. This these moments, it really makes you makes you wonder. Like Jordan is editing this this episode. Is he going to to keep this in because he's lazy, or is he going to to try to keep some sort of um, some honor in, in left in his in his in his little little buddy and um cut this whole part out i can i can say whatever i want about you man i could tell you that uh uh that uh that you're a you're you're a big meanie and i i i hope no one ever greases you up to hang out with a bunch of bikini ladies you, you big, you big dork. Um, you, you well, silly sausage. Back. Oh my, oh, oh my God. I, I love these compliments. Yes. Such, <laughs> oh, such great content. I could just hear it's, you from it's my headset. <laughs> it was on my desk when I was talking to my dad. I just hear you saying, Grease. <laughs> I said, you big meanie. I hope no one ever greases you up to, <sighs> to get squished between bikini ladies. Oh, you dork. Oh, I've already done that many times, let me tell you. Oh, okay. I've had collapsed with the I was only daddy. saying it. For, I didn't mean it. I, did, I was only saying it for for the sake of entertainment. <laughs> uh, it's your turn, oh, though. Okay. Hmm. Let's see what next. What's next on the list? Oh, I, I have like a, 
I'm not choosing these in numerical order. I'm just choosing these I, in the ones I find the cheekiest. And the human slip and I was like the best one because it has a greasy old man. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> this one is so strange. And I just feel so bad. It's called Kiss My Ass. Oh, Lord. And, okay, so here's how it, the game is laid out. The, there's like about seven men in nah nah maybe like eight men oh, in your I room. think I know which one this is and they're split uh, my, into two groups so there's four people in each group and one of the people in the group in each group has to like yeah do play the game while the other ones are like cheering like come on you got this so it's like a one man thing but the team is there for you, for you and here's how it's like, like laid down there's this wall, this like, there's two walls with like a very conveniently shaped booty hole. And presumably there are two booties sticking out. Two of yes. them? Yes. And then over the booties, oh there's like a sign, sign like A, B. And then each team has to taste, kiss, lick, do whatever they want with the booty. To find out it, which one is a man and which one is a woman. <laughs> that's so hilarious. Because it's like, they, they just make, they make love with the booty. They like, make out, full on make out, tongue the booty. And then like, the covers like, shift. And then they see like, this man like, with the cheekies around like, <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> and then like, there's uh, on the other side, like this, completely terrified lady like why am i doing this and this man like oh hell yeah i got my ass eaten <laughs> without a price i make oh money God. by from getting my ass eaten hell yeah it is a flex i'll give you that <laughs> and it's so strange because they dude they go full hat i would you would think if you don't know which gender it is you wouldn't attack the the ass nah they don't give a shit they see the booty dude fight or flight mode instantly they go into fight mode and they just eat the ass and then the team is there like come on eat it eat it it's like, oh it's and it's so good because then this the, the covers just get revealed and then they see man this like 40 year old man <laughs> and he has like hair all over his body except for his booty because he like shaved it. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> yeah. This oh yeah, this one almost almost tops the grease one. Yeah, I thought so too. Almost. I convenient though because my next one is called Head in Butt Trivia Face Off. Head in Butt. What? Head in Butt Trivia Face Off. It's a Japanese show. <clears throat> the Japanese show where if you lose, you're in for a mouthful of the winner's ass. What? Trivia game where the losing competitor gets placed at the end of a very long treadmill or something like that. And the winner is wearing nothing but those thin, you know, sort of wrestling suits. It's like a weird tank yeah. top and like shorts. It's apparently called a singlet. I looked it up. 
Uh, anyways, the winner wear, wearing a singlet will proceed to get on top of that treadmill on all four with his rear pointing towards the opponent. The treadmill then turns on, leading to the winner's bum slowly getting closer and closer to the loser's face until the winner's ass meets the loser's face, pushing it with more and more force. Also, did I mention that the loser has no place to go as both sides are blocked and his back is towards this like wooden seat with like a headrest uh, leading to maximum ass force. His head just goes to a stop. They have this solid headrest made out of like some wood material or, or something. And then he just gets the winner's ass shoved into his face. And the treadmill keeps pushing the ass closer and closer to his face. That, my friends, is the power of Japan. Oh boy. Seems like we've gotten ourselves into a similar pickle this time. Me, oh my, oh, how, how we scribbled this one. What a... What a mysterious one. What a series of unfortunate events. How in what way shall we roast him this time, boys and girls? I suggest um what was it what what was he talking about? Right, right. Jordan, I hope you have to eat a a a, a man's bare shaved booty cheeks. That that is my wish. I'll I put it in my will. Once once I pass, I don't care if you're like eighty two when that happens. Uh you will have to uh, smooch a man's shaved butt. And uh now we wait for a reaction. I really do hope whoever is disturbing you heard me say that with all my heart. It would be hilarious. Um, now we wait for a response. Contacting Jordan. One, two, one, two, testing. Th one, two, three. Jordan, do you read? Jordan, Houston. Houston, we have a problem. I'm talking to myself again. You're making me sound like a crazy person. Jordan, don't make me talk about about death by lizards. I swear to God, hell, you don't want me to talk, 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 talk about death by lizards. You better, you better hurry. I'll do it. I swear I'll do it. You better watch it. Uh oh, here it comes. Oh. Oh, uh oh, Rutro. Oh, did you know that Death by Lizards is also a show that can be referred to as Who Wants to Be a Pork Chop? I think I think Death by Lizards to describe the the plot of the game a little bit more. If you, if 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 you had it referred to as Who Wants to Be a Pork Chop, you're in for a uh, a pleasant surprise when the reptiles enter the room, which you know, 
is less of a surprise in in the in, uh, in the name death by lizards but but however if you start watching the show thinking it's its name is death by lizards the pork shops whew, they're going to get you they're going to stumble you real good my god someone's in trouble someone's dead someone's is still alive Someone stab your jugulars. Blink twice for for save me and once for I'm dead. It's not blinking. It's not blinking. His eyes doesn't work anymore. Oh my god. Oh my god. It finally got to him. And it, oh, that's a bummer. So okay, uh, I guess um, auditions will be open next week. Uh, we'll find a replacement, Jordan. Uh, my only criteria is that you need to be able to stand me. You need to be half half Caribbean, and you need to be uh, funnier funnier than Jordan. So I mean, eh, you know, it's a. Uh, Easy, easy, easy. You just gotta. It's the first two. That's tricky. Am I right, kids? Say, yeah, up high. I'm really. I can read. I I have this children's book. It's a long story. It's for a school project. I I can read it for you while he's gone. It's called "We're in the Forest Now." We're in the forest now. But how on earth are we gonna find find our way back home? And then you see little little kids in the forest and, and the moose. In the house over there, there lives uh, an old witch. And in that house lives a ghost. And then there's a cat sitting on the road, a black cat, probably the witches. And over there, there lives a dog. A dog, but it has great big eyes, ah, and big big ears. And when when they when they explain that he has really big eyes, you see a squirrel. And when you say that he has great big ears, you see his eyes, <laughs> raw and great teeth. And this is when you see his ears on this picture. Raw and wings and claws. How are we gonna find a home? We better ask the witch. And and this is it's on this picture that you see the teeth. Also the wings, but it's a little behind in its description. But the witch doesn't know where we live. We'll have to ask the ghost. But the ghost doesn't know where we live either. Oh, I guess we'll have to go and ask the dog. But we don't dare to ask the dog. It's so scary. We'll have to ask anyways. There's no other option. The dog knows where we live. And we get to ride the dog. And the dog is flying us all the way home. Now we're home. And tomorrow we're going to travel the sea. And that's it. It does not make any sense. I found it's 
It's my it's an old uh, when my sister was young. I'm alive. He's back. I had to read a children's story to occupy the people. I mean, content at least. Yeah, I, I'm killing it. I even uh, I, I opened for auditions to find a replacement oh. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, uh, the criteria were um, they ha- ha- have to be able to stand my voice. They need to be half Caribbean. And uh, they need to be funnier than you. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, damn it. Yeah, I know it's going to be easy. It's going to be too easy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. This got to be half Caribbean and then they're done for. I mean, that's... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, well, at least it's your turn. Headed butt trivia. The loser gets the winner's butt squeezed into their face. <gasps> I see that as an absolute win. It's using a treadmill. Oh. Yeah, it sort of takes. I'm, I'm set up a bit. Oh, God. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Here we go. Uh. Oh, yeah. I, I, I chose this one because of a Wii thing. Uh, do you know that okay. Wii game where you have to like, you know, like the balance feature in the on the Wii, on the old Wii where you can like, you, you have to like go through different shapes by like rotating your like controller. Oh, is this hole? Holes yeah, in hole the in the wall. wall yeah. <sighs> oh, classic and i found i I didn't think this was so weird because it's like a normal game like i mean i remember it playing on the wii so i don't find it so strange but that's why i chose it because it's i have never seen it in real life so it's it's basically this whole wall but japanese and a bunch of like yeah over the top like dramatic acting stuff and it's the Oh, it's the weirdest thing because these people, they can't shut, they they won't shut up. Like they, they, each second, each millisecond of their existence, they just scream. I've noticed in all these game shows, they can't shut up. They have to like be loud. And in this thing, like we have to concentrate. They're like screaming, like shut the hell up. I'm just ranting about this Japanese game. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that you remember. There's also this uh, on some Minecraft server. I think it's Hypixel. You know, this Minecraft version where you have to build blocks in in a certain shape. Yeah, yeah it's also called Hole in the Wall. It's based on on this. There's some an American version too, I believe. There is. Yeah. Or or might be British. I'm not sure, but there is an English version. I've seen a couple of English episodes. Huh. It's entertaining. All these big, you know, like weird human shaped holes, and then you have to fit in them, or otherwise you get pushed down into this like vat of slime or something. Oh God, I I've always wanted to try. You know, like stuff like Wipeout and stuff. It looks so fun. I loved Wipeout when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, it was my dream. Oh, God. Okay, so uh, Russian Roulette. Hey, love that game, don't you? 
<laughs> the American game show that takes one of the most infamous and, and lethal games, Jarius, and turns it to a fun game show for the whole family. It premiered in 2002. Yay, that's when I was born. And went on for two seasons with a total of 131 episodes. Which means that, that there were like 65 episodes per season. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. Per season. <laughs> the game works like this. There are six trap doors where the contestants stand um, like any other like trivia quiz game show. And there's a hole underneath one of the random trapdoors. They can't see which one has the hole underneath. E uh, and each round, the hole rotates to a new contestant. Uh, each contestant gets to choose which uh, place to stand on, and they also receive $150 each. The host, Mark L. Wahlberg. No, not the actor Wahlberg. Another Mark Wahlberg. Ask a, que uh, a contestant a question. If that person is right, they get an additional $150 and turns into the challenger. Meaning that he or she gets to pick uh, the next person to receive a question. If the person is incorrect, he or she has to forfeit its money to the person that challenged them and then pull a lever which rotates the hole underneath the trapdoors one step. If the hole is underneath the loser, the trapdoor opens and the loser is out. They fall into God knows where. Oh, God. It just looked like a black hole. It's terrifying. If the trapdoor doesn't open, the loser becomes the challenger. For each correct answer in a row, an additional hole will be added underneath them, meaning that if enough people have had quest their question right in a row and one person loses, there's a five out of six chance that they have a hole underneath them instead of a one out of six. That's terrifying. Uh, decreases, so yeah, it decreases the chance of survival for the next person that loses. That sounds so fun! Yeah. Like, I, I understand why... It only went for two seasons. It's called Russian Roulette. And it's a family show. Kids will Google what Russian Roulette is. Um, so yeah. It sounds fun though. The the the, the rest of yeah. the thing. The whole <laughs> trapdoors. It should just be called trapdoors. Oh. These games freak me out. I think they're funny. I think they're funny, but <laughs> who... I want to know who's there. Like, yeah, that's the best part. Is thinking someone had to pitch these ideas. Yeah. Some oh, someone had to pitch the crazy old man. <laughs> uh, now, yeah. Do you think it's the old man who pitched it? Definitely, just so he could fulfill his dreams of being greased oh, up sure. by like a show host. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that was like it was the old man's idea. Now it's your turn. All right. Wait. One do I have on the list? Uh, um, oh yeah, I saw this one. Like on a, like a claustrophobia thingy. It's called the mummification game. Okay. So basically, a, the contestant is like stuck in like this, you know, you know, in like Jack Gary's mod, you know, the full body like thing 
that makes it if you enter it you like you lay flat on your stomach you know the like the chair you know what i'm talking about oh uh huh it's yeah. like okay like yeah. the contestant is attached to like one of those like standing up straight it looks like very similar and then okay. there's like this machine this like spinning machine that has like cloth on yeah on the inside <laughs> oh and here's how it works the host asks a question that has like yeah it's like one of those questions where you can have different answers and then you ha- the contestant has to come up with seven answers to that question that yeah it's like oh. a, you know this you know yeah steve harvey thing yeah yeah, yeah. family feud yeah kind of and if you don't if they don't uh, if they don't come up with another question i mean answers in time they will get mummified the the machine literally <laughs> spins the cloth fully around them like they get fully covered from head to from head to toe and then after that. that if they if they yeah if they don't get all the answers then 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 like a casket you know like one of those mummy casket a uh, sarcophagus yeah, shows up and then they get put inside of it and they have to stay there till the oh end of the show that's amazing i know and imagine being like claustrophobic yeah that that sucks yeah. but it's still amazing oh, i love it yeah my next one is called death by lizards oh it's also known as who wants to be a workshop oh god i want to be imagine a person with meat uh tied to her having to outrun a komodo dragon because that happened on japanese television but it gets even worse because that's not the show. That was another show <laughs> where that happened. This is like that, but worse. Who wants to be a, sh- a pork shop? It's a game show where a bunch of Japanese schoolgirls all have to stick their heads simultaneously into this giant like habitat cage thing with a monitor lizard in it. And they're also wearing hats covered in pork. It's like Fair Factor, but with only one game. Uh, and that game is almost having your face gnawed off by a giant meat-eating reptile. That's that's so dangerous. It is. Monitor Lizards has eaten people. Yeah. And they're schoolgirls. Like, they're not even adults. Tech, I, well, I mean, they could be, you know, 18, 19 or whatever, but... It's one thing if it's like a bunch of like experienced 30, 40 year olds who do this, but no, it's students. Why? Oh, do you I don't know. Why don't get chased by a freaking. Oh. So they put their a head in this little hole, and uh, that hole goes into the, the, the giant sort of area where they keep a monitor lizard. And they wear hats covered in pork. It's your your turn again. Oh, God. Okay. I think... Oh, this... Oh, I only had seven. Ah, it doesn't matter. That's all right. I I can give you one of mine. uh, Yeah, sure. Because I had some bonus ones. Uh, It's an an hour and a half. Mm. All right. 
this one is called Close Up Sleepy Face. So we have uh, it's it's a typical Japanese one, you know, where the it's a room filled with girls. All of yeah. them are like they're like dressed in like pajamas. They have like a <laughs> they have their own pillow okay. with them. It's like a huge sleepover. That sounds nice. No, listen to me. I would continue. Oh. oh. They have to pretend to sleep as the hosts, as the two hosts dressed up as like a mom, like a maid mom thingy, try to make them laugh. If they laugh or like rack to their like teasings, then they will, they will get a pie to the face. And it was super oh. scary because I, I saw a clip and then like the one of the men, I mean, one of the hosts w- w- tried to like make a girl rack. So he, he ran up to her. And then she like pulled her sh- her shirt open, and then she obviously covered covered her like breasts. But then she she but then she oh yeah she reacted. So then she got a pie to the face. And it was such a strange thing. Wait, so the 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 guy pulled her sh- shirt up, and because she reacted to that, she got a pie in the face. Yeah. That's kind of genius. I, I mean, mean, unethical. It is genius. But genius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, ne- I've never claimed smart people are nice. You have, you have a point. <laughs> it is that sort of, It's a win-win situation, I guess, for the guy. Because it's either he gets to be a perv, a creep. And not get punished. For, well, he doesn't get punished no matter what. But if the person does not allow him to be a creep, he just gets to pie them in the face. Yeah. It's, the, it's the dream of a creep. Dream of a creep. A creep dream. Creep dream. Oh, God. I mean, you're not wrong. I know. <laughs> okay, well, you probably heard about this one. Uh, it's called Just to Two of Us. No, I haven't. You've never seen a clip on YouTube. It's a British show. It has five seasons since its premiere in 2017. I think it recently ended uh, because MTV needed uh, wanted room for new shows. You might have seen a clip on YouTube from this show. It's hosted by Charlotte Crosby and Stephen Bear. I had no idea who any of these people were, so I looked it up. And apparently they're both previous winners of the famous reality show Big Brother, which also has a Swedish uh, spin now. Spin-off. It features the Just the Tattoo of Us tattoo parlor in London. And each episode is about two participants, and they're either being friends, family members, or a couple. And the show is about these two participants designing a tattoo for the other person. And that person does... Um, uh, so yeah, they let someone else design a tattoo for them. And they're not allowed to know what it is or how it looks uh, until after it's done. It's then revealed in front of the other participants as well as other participant, as well as the two hosts. Sometimes it might be a sweet and wholesome moment, but... This is a reality show, Jordan. I mean, come on. It's reality TV. Most of the times, the peeps of the show got some undisputed beef leading to tattoo be, uh, the tattoo being either really personally offensive or disrespectful. It's kind of funny. 
it's very stupid, but it's k- kind of funny. Okay. I don't even like reality shows, but this one. Is. Because it's it's usually like, a, like let's say, it's two best friends. And uh, they're acting like they're total bros, you know, like, yeah, this is my best friend. We've been friends since we were six years old. And then uh, after, when they're separate, the guys, they're like, this guy... This guy, when I was 14 years old, I dated this girl. And the girl left me a week later. I saw him kiss her. And he's like still upset about it 15 years later. So he gets a t- uh, tattoo. Uh, he gives a tattoo to the other person that says like dishonest or like bad friend or like I uh, made my best friend's girlfriend cheat on me. So, or, or, or something really offensive I want to I want to see this Me too <laughs> That sounds fun to watch It is very funny Oh god No it's your turn I that was the ones I had cuz I only had 7 I think wait hold up. Okay uh I'll do one more then you can read my last one All then right. Because I don't want to spoil the last one for you. Next one is called Orgasm Wars. Sounds like one of those, you know. This is my favorite show of all time, Jordan. It shouldn't be. This is the best show I've heard about in my entire life. I'm very concerned. Jordan, ahem. Have you ever wanted to explore or prove your heterosexuality? No. <laughs> to the extent that you would agree to let a gay man attempt to satisfy you on national television? What the hell? <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but that doesn't stop these Japanese folk. <clears throat> so this is how it works. A straight man gets put into this sort of box that only covers his naughty bits and it has a little a little hole, a little place where uh, people can reach for his naughty bits. Uh, One or several gay men, sometimes they take turns, (laughs) have X amount of time to make the straight man ejaculate using whatever method they see fit. They could use their mouth, their hands, their feet, As long as it's them doing it, they could use whatever. The longer the straight man lasts, the better. At least I think that's the idea. Note that this also happens in front of an audience. In front of them? While being narrated. Who's the, like, narrate? How do you narrate? It's being narrated as this happens live to the audience. This is being narrated by someone who's both very excited and overly dramatic. They're like, oh, look at him. He's getting closer. His eyes are swelling up. He can't handle much more. <laughs> I hate this. Why? Is- and most famously, the, what I, the, 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 I, I didn't watch the clip. Because it was restricted. I also did not want to watch the clip. We c- you couldn't see it in Sweden. Mo- uh, so, uh, well, most famous, uh, this clip uh, that everyone, uh, uh, wherever I looked it up, this clip was the one people talked about. 
it's it was when a Japanese famous uh, straight porn star decided to compete. And uh, his quote was, <clears throat> I am a professional. And so, despite their best efforts, I will not come. The reason why I wanted to find this clip was just because I wanted to know. Was that just talk or, or was it like, did he make it? Did he make it? Because all the people just said, if you want to know if he made it, find out for yourself. And I'm like, I, I, I don't want to know, but now I feel like I sort of have to know. Oh no, it's a curse. It is a curse. It's just like when I was watching Naked Attraction, I'm like, I don't want to watch this, but I can't look away. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, it's like, I, I don't want to look at this. I'm uncomfortable, but I, I can't stop. <laughs> so here you have the last one. This is the most famous one. I'm screen sharing so you can read it. Candy or nah? Uh, candy, not candy. The famous Japanese game show that asks all the important questions. That question being, yo, bro, this candy or nah? They bring in a Japanese, they bring in Japanese celebrities and give them a number of items. They decide what they try to take a bite, bit out, bite out of, bite out of, and what to leave. The trick is that they all look like everyday items like framed paintings, shoes or doorknobs. And yes, some of them are just that, but others are extremely realistic and were made chocolate sculptures. Oh Jesus, why do they eat them? Do they get anything for it? No, no, not really, they're famous already. What I do know is that they get plenty of good laughs and extremely mind blown and ex excited fa faces when, they, when what they bite is actually sweets and not, you know, not candy. That sounds like a yeah. fun game. It is a very fun game because I've seen a couple of gifs and a couple of clips. Imagine a guy just looking at two pairs of shoes, grabbing one pair of shoes, looking at it for a while, and then decides to take a bite. And as he finds out that the shoe he picked was actually just a really well-made, super realistic looking chocolate sculpture. And... <laughs> His face, it's like a child on Christmas. They get so excited. <laughs> they're, 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 they're like... <laughs> they're, 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 it's very precious. I, I I recommend looking it up on YouTube. Candy, not candy. candy, not candy. And sometimes you just see them being there biting like... Oh, I don't know, like a model boat or something. And it just ends up being a real toy. Oh, no. Uh, and then they over because this is a Japanese show then they overreact and act like it's the most disgusting thing they've ever eaten even though it just tastes like wood <laughs> but they react like it tastes like hellfire they have to do it it's like the most typical thing they like overreact so much yeah they're, they're like gagging and stuff <laughs> and then as they eat the chocolate they look like they've gotten like a, the present they wanted since they were 12 <laughs> Oh god! I want to know. Oh I'm my just god! Watch some Japanese game shows. Me too. I never expected this episode to be two yeah, hours. I was like, oh, I have to sleep. <laughs> uh, 
I, <laughs> well, you know, usually our story parts they take like twenty minutes. I mean, well, sometimes they take like my, my forty, but like that's three tough. minutes. Fair. <laughs> but then we start getting into other stuff. Oh yeah. Related to that, that happened way back when, or just a thought we had. Like when we started ranting about school food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's fun. And I really like this game. It was a while ago since we did one of these, you know, we just share stuff with each other. It's not a quiz, it's not a game. We just share random shit. Yeah. I don't think we've done that since like last Christmas cast. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw a, a bunch of uh, dicks and boobies on my television and I thought, mm, I have an idea. I have an idea. Oh, God. Literally the morning after I was like, Jordan, I haven't, here's, here's the deal, old chum. You have a week to find eight game shows. <laughs> First, it was going to be four. Yeah, and then it went to like, what was it, six and seven and eight or something. We, we, we had four and then we decided, okay, but there is a chance. Like, we've, it has happened before that we picked the same thing for some of them. So we decided, okay, we'll go three bonuses. Which makes it seven, but it could also be four, uh, depending on how many we have doubles of. Yeah. <clears throat> and then as I was searching, I just found too many good ones. And I was like, Jordan, let's make it five and three bonuses. Let's make it eight. <laughs> and then we are now we're here. And then we did it. But it was uh, it was worth it. Mm, yeah. Every every penny. Yeah, every penny. Every penny I spent on, I don't know, Googling fees. Ah, yes. Googling fees. I, I, internet is not an expensive thing, really, but I mean... Ah, those darn expensive internets. Probably a few nickels. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for, for checking out this episode and for sticking around with us for two entire hours. It's mm. 11 p.m. on a Wednesday. School. Night. Yeah. So we'll see you what we'll see you. See you next week, that is. That's what we'll see you. Okay. I love every single one of you. I give many smooches. Many beans and fish. No fish, but plenty of yes, beans. Plenty. Maybe a meatball or two. Uh -huh, if, you maybe could, uh -huh. if you behave. <laughs> <laughs>